BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. A large fire in North St. Louis, and there was a problem with fire hydrants. How firefighters kept those flames from spreading to two adjacent homes. New plans for maintaining the Mount Hope Cemetery in Belleville, which some call a money pit. What the Belleville City Council wants to do to cover the costs. And a person is missing from the former Northview Village nursing home, now closed. The effort underway to locate that individual. And a famous St. Louis restaurant chain is getting a location in North County. Something different about this location, though, making a mark on the barbecue franchise. I can smell it now. Good morning on this Wednesday, January 3rd. You are watching The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm John Pertzborn. I'm Blair Lede. Thank you for waking up with us. Good morning to all of you. Happy hump day. Taking a live look now at our roof camera. I'm going to get a check of that forecast with meteorologist Angela Huddy on the Lakeside Renovation and Design with a deck. Hey, Angela. Hey there, Blair and John. Yeah, a cold start could be colder, could be windier, making it feel even colder. But it's just sort of a January morning with temperatures around the St. Louis area ranging from the low to or the low to mid 20s in many spots and then in the metro area closer to that 30 degree mark this morning. So make sure you are bundled up. Clear skies here to start. It's a back to school morning. I know a few kiddos went back yesterday. A lot of kids getting back to school after the holidays today. So at that bus stop this morning, make sure they are wearing those uh, hats and gloves if they can remember where they stuck them or if they got some new ones for Christmas. Uh, that's something that they could highlight today as well. By this afternoon, clouds will be increasing. It's going to be a chilly afternoon. Highs only in the lower 40s. We'll talk more about a change in our weather pattern overall coming up here in just a bit. Right now, though, let's check on our roadways this early morning with Calista. Okay, for my drivers in St. Charles, we're still dealing with this accident on 70 at 5th Street due to a tractor trailer that hit the median. Uh, we've learned over the last several minutes or so that this has continued to leak cooking oil uh, on the road. You can see that eastbound travel is certainly starting to pick up at the six o'clock hour. So be aware once you hit 70 at 5th Street, this is what we're dealing with right now. That left lane certainly still blocked. And this is a look at that backup. So 70 at 94, you can see travel continuing to build. Your drive time's dropping down to about eight miles per hour right now. Once you get over Blanchett though, things look good. Quick look for my drivers over in Illinois. No accidents to tell you about. Just some general slowdown. Highway 3 and 157 as you head towards 64. Things moving nicely over Poplar as of right now though. And where that problem spot is, is where you'll find our very own Nick Lopez in the Nissan Rogue Runner. Nick, what are you seeing out there? Yeah, I'm just giving you a closer look at that trailer right here on 70. You know, it's in the grassy median between the westbound and eastbound lanes and uh, the, the cleanup crews, the, the, the wrecker trucks and the road crews that are working to clean this all up are blocking traffic in one of the lanes in order to, to be able to access this trailer. Now, when they disengage the truck from the trailer, it, it the front end of the trailer bent down further and it was leaking a lot of cooking oil or oil onto the road. It's still kind of dripping down cat like lightly at the moment. So it's still going to be a little bit before they clear this up, but it is slowing down traffic in that eastbound direction. 
So it's going to be an ongoing thing until they get that cleared out of here. In the Nissan Rogue Runner, Nick Lopez, back to you in the studio. All right, thank you so much. Nick, 603 is your time. An intense early morning fire guts a vacant building in North St. Louis and threatened others on both sides. Yeah, the Bar of Dudes, Chris Ringier, is live in North St. Louis this morning. Chris, was anyone hurt in all of this? Blair and John, good morning to both of you. Fortunately, no injuries being reported in this fire. We are just outside of the fire department headquarters here on North Jefferson. Nobody was inside of that vacant home when fire crews arrived, and the firefighters themselves stayed outside of the vacant home, which was on fire due to some safety concerns. We can show you video from that scene. Firefighters getting the call right about 2 o'clock this morning. This fire breaking out on the 5,000 block of Kensington, just off North Kings Highway in the Lewis Park neighborhood of North St. Louis. Besides getting that main fire out, one of the additional priorities for firefighters was to try and keep the flames from spreading to two other vacant homes that were very close to the one which was burning. They were able to keep the flames away from one of those other empty homes. The other one, though, did sustain some damage. We talked with the battalion chief about what crews were up against when they first arrived at that scene. Heavy fire on all three floors, shooting out of every window and started going through the roof. And because of the heavy fire that's involved like that, we're worried about structural stability. So we will not send firefighters into that a building like that. Battalion Chief Killingsworth there telling us there was no gas or electricity to the home where that fire started, a cause still under investigation at this hour. And the battalion chief also expressing some concern to us about a situation that crews encountered with the fire hydrant at that scene. We will have more for you on that coming up at 6.30. For now, live in North City, I'm Chris Renier. Thank you, Chris. Well, the Belleville City Council, they approved a plan to buy a cemetery from Illinois and turn a large wooded area behind it into a solar farm. But it's not a done deal just yet. The Power of Two's Laura Simon joins us now live to explain how the solar farm would pay for the maintenance of the cemetery. Laura? Claire, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. A lot to break down here, but essentially right now the state owns Mount Hope Cemetery here in Belleville. And last night, the city council here unanimously voted to propose a plan and submit it to the state to buy the cemetery back. But as one councilman put it, this is not a done deal just yet, and no one's going to be breaking out the chainsaws anytime soon. The 120 plus acres of land there at the cemetery has been at the center of controversy for decades. It's been around since 1897. It is still being used to this day. But right now, as we mentioned, the state controls the Mount Hope Cemetery. The city has spent more than a million dollars maintaining it over the last 20 years, but now they want to buy the cemetery back from the state, clear 25 acres of trees and lease that land to a solar panel company. They would turn it into a solar farm, which should bring in roughly $80,000 per year to the city. City leaders are saying the solar farm would help cover the ongoing taxpayer burden. As they say, the land currently costs taxpayers around $100,000 per year. Last night, the council met to vote on that plan, but first they let people who live here in Belleville voice their thoughts and concerns. And actually, most residents who weighed in do not like this idea of the solar farm. They fear it's going to cost more than the city thinks, knock out valuable wildlife, and become an eyesore. But at least one person we heard from last night does say they like this plan and Mayor Patty Gregory thinks it's the right thing to do too.
We're just basically trying to, to find a solution that's going to be good for for the people that are buried there, the families of the of the loved ones that are there, and for the city that it maintains the way it should look. This is a smart thing to do with the solar. You, you got you got Mount Hope. You got problems. Put the solar around it. Say what you can on the, on that, but man, you got to do it. The council will get the opportunity to vote on this plan once again if it is in fact approved by the state and we'll keep you posted as to what exactly happens. Reporting live here in Belleville this morning, I'm Laura Simon. Downtown St. Louis residents call for more traffic enforcement. This is after a crash is caught on camera. It happened Monday in the afternoon. North 10th Street and Olive, there it is. Stop signs are in place now because the traffic lights were knocked out when the crash damaged the signal box. St. Louis police say some of the people involved actually walked away from the crash. It occurred just a few blocks from where teenage Tennessee volleyball player Janae Edmondson was struck last February, severing her legs. The driver charged with hitting Janae Edmondson has another court date scheduled this morning. Daniel Riley faces five charges in that crash at 11th Street and St. Charles. He has pleaded not guilty. A council status hearing is set for today. Riley's trial is on April 4th. St. Louis County Police are investigating a murder in Moline Acres. Someone shot a man last night. That victim was found dead in a house on Chambers Road, but police say that's not where the shooting happened. They say he drove himself there after being shot. Well, meanwhile, the St. Charles County Police Department reports a 20% jump in felony cases. The police chief says it's not because of more crime, but more policing. He says they started a task force three years ago and made more than a thousand arrests involving drugs and guns. Uh, the chief credits more resources, training and proactivity. A missing persons report is filed for a former Northview Village nursing home resident who cannot be located. The home closed last month. The St. Louis Senior Fund says 175 people were residing at Northview Village. 162 of those residents are now at other nursing homes. 10 are in area hospitals and two are now living with their families. 32 newly trained caseworkers are now assisting the former residents. The Senior Fund, paid for by taxpayers, has up to $174,000 to help former residents with basic needs to find out how they're doing, figure out if they've lost anything in the move, because I think as, as a number of people have heard, some individuals left the facility without anything but the clothes on their backs. Police also say some property belonging to the residents at the nursing home was uh, stolen. Phones, TVs, things like that. 170 workers were also let go when Northview Village closed. The Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services says they will be paid for hours work by the end of the month. They're also investigating the sudden closure. Sugar Fire Smokehouse is opening a new restaurant in Florissant and is their first woman-owned location. It's located at 1290 North Highway 67 near Umsel. It's the 14th Sugar Fire restaurant and owner and founder Charlie Down says the fluorescent restaurant is a culmination of all the hard work and dedication each of these women has put into our businesses for nearly a decade. Part of opening day proceeds go to uh, Hogs for the Cause, a nonprofit that works to fight pediatric brain cancer and support families receiving ongoing cancer treatment.